In the name of one God, creator, redeemer, sanctifier, and friend. Amen. Good morning again. Well, do you have whiplash yet? I mean, oh, really? Look at me. The contrast, right? And I made it worse by picking all creatures great and small, so just because I like it. And then Jesus has this whole big thing about divorce, and suddenly, let the little children come to me. I, I mean, really, this is not, what is going on in these scriptures this morning? Well, it took a lot of thinking and a lot of searching to figure something out that might be what God might be trying to say to us with all this, this little whiplash thing. So uh, here we are with the creation story, a dissertation in the Hebrews, a complex theological piece, all of them, what do they all have in common? It occurred to me, relationships. God is really saying through the scriptures that we have relationships with one another, with creation, and that God sent God's only son to become one of us, to help us to understand this. And I think Jesus is saying to all these lawyers and Pharisees and scribes who are fussing about divorce and the law, look, what's really the key to the kingdom of God, the simplicity, is being childlike, being God's child. And the way God's children treat one another is what matters. Let the little children come to me. So as I was wrestling with all of this this week, our beloved Senator Gordon wrote a wonderful piece for our weekly guardian. And she really gave us something to think about that I immediately connected with two things. The second part of our gospel narrative about the children and the Feast of St. Francis, which is observed tomorrow. St. Francis is so universally loved. You can go nowhere in this world that someone hasn't heard of St. Francis. And the example of his life of simplicity. And so I thought it would be good for us this morning to hear again, just in case you haven't had a chance to read, uh, Carolyn's uh, quotation from uh, Richard Rohr's Center for Action. It was written by Adele Alberg Calhoun, and it speaks to the importance of simplifying our lives in order to stay focused on what matters most. Jesus wants us to know that we don't need all the things or experiences we think we do. What we really need is to keep first things first. Jesus and his kingdom. Life becomes much more simple when one thing matters most. 
Simplicity creates margins and spaces and openness in our lives. It honors the resources of our small planet. It offers us the, design, the leisure of tasting the present moment. Simplicity asks us to let go of the tangle of wants so we can receive the simple gifts of life that cannot be taken away. Sleeping, eating, walking, giving and receiving love. Simplicity invites us into these daily pleasures that can, be that can open us to God who is present in them all. God present in them all. The ability to focus on the present moment. One of the gifts of childhood is immediacy. Now I want to be in this moment. Christmas might as well be in the next millennium, right? And Halloween is just behind it. But when we focus, when we get real as grown-ups. One thing that comes to my mind is that beautiful Shaker hymn. We have it in our hymnal, and you'll be pleased to know I'm not going to sing it, but I am going to quote it. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be. And when we find ourselves in a place just right, we'll be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained, to bow and to bend, we shan't be ashamed. To turn, turn, will be our delight. Till by turning, turning, we come round right. Tis the gift to be simple. We'll find ourselves in the valley of love and delight. So what does all this mean for a complex society with seemingly intractable problems? Our quest is to find the courage to become more and more God's children. One of our Eucharistic prayers, we pray, we ask God for the power to become God's children. Power to become children, to become more simple. Now, I don't know about you, but when I am in the phase of my life, when I'm supposed to be sort of de-accessioning, right? I'm not a choir. Well, I'm a total failure. It just is amazing how hard it is to keep the main thing the main thing, right? Well, that's God's call to us. And St. Francis offers us this wonderful insight, example of a life about turning, turning from complexity to simplicity, to prayer, to being with God. So we know the story of Francis, don't we? He and his dad had a bit of a fight because Francis was not going to go the way maybe dad thought he should go. So in a big public brouhaha, Francis says, I'm not going to be part of this more complex society. 13th century Italy and all of the accoutrement of that. 
Francis turned from that. He went and was in prayer. I remember the story of this one as well, I think. In a simple church that was falling down in the nearby hills. And in that church, there was still the crucifix, the altar, but the walls, the roof was gone, the walls were falling down. And Francis was in prayer. And he listened, listened for God's word to him. And what it heard was this Francis, rebuild my church. Francis, rebuild my church. And so Francis, quite simply, started to put the stones back into the walls of this church to live out a life that was focused, simple, hardworking. He gained many followers, as we know, and he wrote a simple book. And the core of it was poverty or simplicity. And there's another story that I think is illustrative of this with Francis. <laughs> By the time this story occurs, of course, Francis had followers and they were gathered into community. And one of the new young brothers came to Francis very excited, Father Francis. We have been offered a wonderful gift. And this gift is an illuminated Bible. Well, you know, in 13th century, that was quite a gift. And an important gift, you would think, for a community of religious men who were focusing on prayer and God's word and living simply. Francis said, well, brother, let's think about this gift before we accept it. Now, brother, do we have a suitable stand for this Bible? Something that we can rest it on and we can read it from? Well, no. Well, and brother, if we had the suitable stand, it would need to be in a suitable room with enough lighting and enough candles for everyone to enjoy this wonderful gift. And if we needed another room, we would have to build it. Well, you can imagine this young brother just sort of shrinking. He could tell where Francis was going with all of this, right? So it turns out that the gift was much more complicated than it seemed. And what I take from that is some discernment. But the gospel calls us to discernment. What is it that will make us closer to God, bring us to be more of God's child in this world? And what gets in the way? What do we need to let go of to keep the main thing the main thing? So my friends, our scriptures today call us really to look deeply at relationships but most deeply at our relationship with God and how it is that we can move things out of the way to hear what God's call is to each of us. Is it to rebuild God's church stone by stone? 
Certainly that could be a call in this world of ours. How badly the world needs to hear this. One of the great psychologists has talked about our health, our mental health, as a uh, convergence. The bringing together of all the disparate pieces of ourselves into a oneness, into a wholeness. It does seem to me that from birth onward, life gets more complicated. And so turning and intentionally listening to God in our lives, moving things out of the way, is really the call of our scriptures this morning. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. May God bless each of you. Amen.